With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I reckon it's got to be one of my favourite parts of the program, this section, because I love that tune. Do you love the tune, Mad? I'm a big fan. Hoodoo yeah, Gurus. Hoodoo Gurus. Good tune, isn't it? Play it. We should play it more often, I think, out of, in and out of every break. Uh, the reason we play the Hoodoo Gurus theme song, That's My Team, is because we are about to talk to the NRL Profits Guru. You like what we've done there? You like the link? You see where I'm going? And uh, he, he writes all his stuff at a very good website, beforeyoubet.com.au, beforeyoubet.com.au, and uh, be sure to gamble responsibly. Guru, come in. How are you, mate? Yeah, well, thanks, Chris, mate. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, mate. Always a pleasure. Uh, let's uh, let's go back to uh, game one from round 23, shall we? And then we'll look ahead to today's uh, two games, uh, the first of which will kick off in about 35 minutes or so between the Dragons and the Roosters. Melbourne Storm made it 19 on the trot. Uh, they came back from 10-0 down. Um, big performance by Cameron Munster. Yeah, credit to the to the Storm. They now equal the 1975 Roosters team, and they'll go to break the record next week uh, in their match against the Eels. Look, as has been their case all, the se- all, all season for the Titans, they started well, but they couldn't maintain an 80-minute effort. Melbourne scored four tries in the second half. They had more possession in the game, a slightly better completion rate, but they made 9.7 metres per carry and nine line breaks. So in the same, in equal measure, the Titans, they had only four line breaks and missed 36 tackles while having 12 errors. So it just kind of goes to show that the Titans aren't up to competing with the top sides. And I guess that loss now knocks them temporarily out of the top eight. So it could come at a cost for them. Yeah, they're equal with the Sharks on 20 competition points, equal with the Raiders on 20 competition points uh, in ninth position uh, with a four and against of minus 46. Um, Okay, and their final two games, the Titans are against the Knights next week, which is a a huge game, and then the Warriors. Do the Titans make the eight, Guru? No. Okay. I am probably leaning with you on that one. All right, Raiders v. Sea Eagles and uh, crazy finish to this game. Uh, we talk about a number of halves or five eights having big games in round 23. Daly Cherry Evans, uh, he was pretty special, wasn't he? Yeah, he was at his best, DCE, especially in the absence of uh, Tom Trebojevic as well. So they, they overcame a 12-0 halftime de- deficit. Canberra okay, but something's still missing each week for them. They face another uphill battle to make the eight. They did the little things right, Canberra. They completed it 81% compared to the Seagulls 79%. Possession was just about evenly split, but Manly made five line breaks compared to Canberra's three. And I think where the game was lost for the Raiders, they missed 51 tackles. So it just goes to show that they're another side that isn't uh, capable of putting together an 80-minute effort. If Munster and DCE were good, well, so too was Nathan Cleary. Down by 12, 25 unanswered points, beating the Rabbitohs, ending their 10-match uh, winning streak. 
Yeah, Cleary was outstanding. I've said week after week that he's the key to the Panthers. No Nathan Cleary uh, in this game, and I think it's uh, a victory to the Rabbitohs. So the Panthers were good in overcoming a, a 12-0 deficit. I do think the momentum was uh, impacted in this game by some of the calls, but uh, South still didn't uh, do themselves any favours with a 74% completion rate. Each side averaged 8.2 metres per carry, so it was quite close, and only two line breaks to the Panthers, while three to the Rabbitohs. Missed tackle 31 for the Panthers, 32 for the Rabbitohs. And the Rabbitohs made 11 errors compared to the Panthers' seven. I think South will be better from that game. Uh, they're probably, I think it's certain that they'll face the Panthers in week one of the finals. And, geez, I can't wait for that game. I think each side will be, it'll even be closer there. I don't think the 13-plus margin was a true test to how tight the game was um, and how good South you know, were in competing with the Panthers. They just can't afford to switch off. They, they have a little period in a game where they switch off and it costs them. And a team like the Panthers will, will jump on that opportunity. Talking to the Profits Guru before you bet.com.au for all this information. We'll look at all the matches played already and the two to come this afternoon. Just still on that uh, panthers Rabbitohs match and uh, the Rabbitohs were on the end of an 11 2 Penalty count. I've got a text uh, coming in here. Ian of Woiwoi, uh, he says, as soon as it was public knowledge that Souths were always winning the penalty counts, they get a whopping penalty count against them, hiding 11-2. to two. Well, I'm not quite sure that's why it happened that way. I didn't watch that game closely because I was actually on air at the time. Of those 11 penalties that South Sydney conceded, Guru, were, were they all pretty much legit? Uh, look, speaking through, look, I, I don't think so. I think there were some, some calls in the game which probably um, could have gone either way uh, down on the referee's interpretation. So that's why I, I said the momentum was impacted. I, I, I really don't want to blame the referee for a result. I think that's a, a poor avenue to go down. So and when, when those decisions were made, it did impact South Sydney's momentum in that match, definitely. All right. The Sharks thump West Tigers 50 points to 20. Tigers out of finals contention. The Sharks are currently in eighth position on 20 points with a minus 32. Do they make the finals? I think they will, the Sharks, now. Um, it was a much-needed win yesterday, 50-20 to 20 over the Tigers. Uh, the Tigers, look, as you said, their season ends. There's still a mathematical chance, but I think you can get the red pen out and put a line straight through them. You probably could have done that uh, five or so weeks ago. So it was a much-needed win for the Sharks, though, in their attack, because previously they'd struggled to score over 20 points in the past two weeks without Sean Johnson. So the fact that they got a bit of confidence back um, uh, yesterday with their win will mean the world to them. I think it's even better that they, they only led the Tigers 16-4 at half time. So the fact that they came out and kicked clear is a good good confidence booster for them. The Tigers, well, they've only got themselves to blame. They completed at 67%, missed 38 tackles, allowed 10 line breaks to the Sharks. The Sharks still have their their um, faults. They they had 15 errors and only completed 70% while missing 39 tackles. But at the end of the day, the Tigers allowed the Sharks to average 11 metres per carry. That's ridiculous, and the team's never going to win if they allow their opponents that much. Knights 22, Bulldogs 16. Knights all but a shorter place in the finals. They'll probably play Parramatta week one of the finals. Do you think they'd beat the Eels? Jeez, uh, this far out, I'm not sure. I want to see what each team delivers in the next uh, few weeks. If I had to make a call right now um, on the form of, of yesterday of both sides, I say no. I was actually quite disappointed in the Knights. For the mm. third week in a row, they've promised a 13-plus victory, and they haven't been able to deliver it. I mean, they've allowed the Bulldogs to 
to score 16 points to begin with, but they only scored 22 themselves. So I'm actually quite unconvinced by the Knights, and they've actually got a worse uh, points difference than the five teams below them on the ladder, including the Warriors. So it's there's a lot to left to be desired from them. They, their attack wasn't as good as it should be. They only had four line breaks. Um, they, they only missed 11 tackles, so that's a good thing. But I think that maybe says more about the Bulldogs' attack than it does the Knights' defensive structure. So I, I actually think they're they're probably masking their... Well, they're not reaching their, their true ability at the moment, the Knights. So, yeah, somewhat disappointed by them. But, as you said, they're going to play finals. So, it's a whole different ball game once that starts. Eels 32, Cowboys 16. Eels um, also pretty clunky. Yeah, they were. 32 to 16, as you said. But it was it was unconvincing. But it got the job done, much like the Knights. They're assured to play finals. They've got two really tough games coming up against uh, the Storm and the Panthers. So we'll know more where they're at. But I guess that wins a good thing for their confidence. Um, they they did a few things right in that game. They averaged nine point, uh, 8.9 metres per carry, but they allowed the Cowboys only 7.9 metres. So that's that's a positive for them. They only had 25 missed tackles, but they'll, they'll definitely want to improve upon their 15 errors because if they make them in the next few weeks, they're going to be made to pay for their mistakes. Today, the Dragons uh, take on the Roosters. Uh, I think the Roosters need to win all three to uh, be guaranteed a, a place in the top four. Um, and they're starting Sam Walker off the bench. Um, you got any reason, any understanding why they're doing that? No, look, the only thing I could think of, and I was actually quite taken aback, is maybe they want to reduce his um, defensive load uh, in the run into the finals. So it's a game that they should win um, rather than having him out there in the opening stages of the game where it could be quite brutal. They're just, you know, taking their foot off the gas a little bit there and maybe Lamb will then move into to hooker. I'm not too sure. It, it is definitely surprising. And Dragons, we should point out, they are still mathematically a chance of making the uh, the eight themselves after today's Roosters game. They've got the Cowboys and then the Bunnies to wrap up the regular season. Final game today, round 23, Broncos against the Warriors. Warriors also a mathematical chance of making the eight. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm looking forward to both these games this afternoon, actually. The Broncos are $2.05 outsiders. Warriors are $1.77 favourites. These two sides have won 19 apiece each time they've played and one draw in between. So I think it'll be quite tight. Six out of the past 10 matches have been decided by 12 points or less. The Broncos, four of their five victories this year have actually come at some Suncorp Stadium. Anthony Milford's back at 5'8", and uh, news coming in is uh, Jake Turfman's going to play hooker. I think that's a really uh, a good thing for the Broncos. I think it's a boost for their attack and their spine. The concern for the Warriors is that they've only scored over 20 points twice in the past nine matches. My confidence, as with all Warriors games, is quite low in picking a winner. I, I landed on the Warriors 1-12 to earlier in the week, but I'm, I'm, slightly, I'm slightly leaning back towards the Broncos with Turpin and Hooker. Um, I think daytime football for them up at Suncorp Stadium, it's a really good opportunity to get their, their win. And I just kind of think it's a side like the Warriors might crumble a little bit if the pressure's on and they know that they're playing for their season and, you know, the door kind of shuts. So a really good opportunity for the Broncos here. Um, 1-12, to 12, they're $3.50. But if you're like me and you're unsure, you can go either team to win by 1-12 to 12 points. And that's about $1.60. Something to throw into the multiples there. All right, mate. I appreciate you jumping on the line and uh, we'll do it again next Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your day. 
Thanks, mate. You too, Chris. There is the NRL Profits Guru. All that information, again, at beforeyoubet.com.au. And please gamble responsibly. Stick around, particularly Parramatta fans. Up next is uh, your young winger, winger, Hayes Dunster.